All the ads in this podcast are imaginary. Any resemblance to ads, alive or dead, is purely coincidental. Believe, believe. Hello, folks. <laughs> My name is Lavanya, and this is the mostly pantless epitomies, a podcast about nothing in specific, but everything in it is pretty real. Huh? I should try and modify that and make it my tagline. Anyway, I want to start off by thanking the fifty-seven people who listened to the teaser of this podcast. Yeah, I know exactly how many people listen to the podcast, and they're from a few countries. I have people who've heard it in the states and Norway, and obviously India, because this is where the podcast originated. So I. Also, want to talk about why it took me this long to come out with my first episode, and that's actually going to be the um, topic of discussion for my podcast uh, episode today, which is about my um, history with mental health, mental illness rather, and my history of depression and anxiety. I'd also like to let you all know that I had started a Patreon page uh, even like way before uh, I had put out the teaser episode, and it's still there. So, uh, but the reason I didn't want to mention anything about it on the teasers because I wanted to kind of see what people thought about my podcast and you know how they enjoyed it and whether they did enjoy it or not. So now that I've gotten a lot of feedback in terms of. What I can do to improve, and what is it that is really, really good about this podcast? Uh, I would like to urge you all to at least check out my Patreon page and um, see if you can, you know, maybe um, uh, put in some money for this project. Because, like I said, this is like this is a labor of love for which I'm not, you know, earning anything yet. I'd like to make this turn this into a. a A free-flowing revenue stream, uh, but until I get this going, you know, properly, and I'm doing it of my own passion, uh, I would like to point out that you know, Patreon uh, funds are absolutely welcome. I have had, I have had my first Patreon patron already, which is amazing, and um, I'm really, really happy about it. But I would like to uh, see how much I can increase the Influx of income from my Patreon page. Today's episode, like I mentioned earlier, is going to be about my uh, journey with depression and anxiety. And there is an interesting reason as to why I chose this particular topic as my first episode. So after I put out the teaser for the podcast, I kind of my energy levels kind of dropped. Down, and this was just you know because of a lot of uh, destructive thoughts that I had, and just generally you know, I my depression just kind of wanes, and you know there's a lot of this. It just it keeps going up and down. So for quite quite some time, like I I'd say at least a couple of weeks, I wasn't motivated to get up and just work on this podcast. I just wasn't. It just, it just wasn't in me. I kept trying, but you know, and the thing is, no one in the world feels worse about it than I do. Like, I have a history of not 
being able to complete certain projects that I really want to and instead of um you know taking it at my own pace i have you know beaten myself up over it for quite some time like you know for i'd say years in fact for certain things but as i've grown older i have kind of understood that okay, you know what not everything like my my mind is com- not completely in my control however i can not make myself feel bad about things that i'm not able to do because of my depression which is why i was patient with her i said you know what when i have the inclination to record the first episode i will and that day is today and i'm really really happy about it and that's also another reason why i'm not going to be specifying as to the frequency at which i will be putting out this podcast because honestly this is something that is that i've wanted to do for a very very long time and i'll be damned if i let my my stupid mental health issues screw it up my mental health issues have made me who i am and and yes i have i have learned a lot from my depression but for the most part it's a lot of you know my brain telling me that i'm not going to be able to do a lot of things and i didn't want that to happen with this podcast which is why i decided that i will take it as slow or as fast as i i wanted to and as fa- as fast or as slow as my brain would allow me so that's why i'm not going to be attaching a frequency of of publishing episodes to this podcast because i just don't want to fall out of love with doing this Before I start off this episode I would just like to point out two very 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 important things. Number 1, uh this is basically a trigger warning or a content warning for things like mental health, abuse, uh toxic environments, loss, um chronic illness, just anything that could possibly be a trigger would B1 especially because it is a it is a, an episode about mental health I'm actually basically just going go big or go home I'm just doing that essentially so um it would be advised if you have if you feel like this might trigger you or affect your mental health in a very negative manner I would suggest that you don't listen to this episode or at least you know um assess where you are and assess if you're in a better space at a certain point of time and then listen to the podcast um secondly i am not a mental health professional i just want to make that very very clear now um if you know me from before this podcast you would know that i have spoken extensively about mental health in some articles i have spoken about it on my instagram stories and i have made this very clear that i talk about my own experiences and things that i did in situations where i felt like uh my mental health was at risk now you could choose to do the things that i did but i can't guarantee that they will deliver the same results uh everyone's lives are different everyone's circumstances and situations are different and the things that you do will have different outcomes it's it's a law of nature i'd suppose i'd say so uh what i say shouldn't ideally be taken as advice but just as you know like you know um a a document of what it is that one person did in order to combat their mental health 
issues. So as my cat Renton stares at me with her beady eyes, I am going to talk about the three topics of discussion within this episode. First off, I'm going to be discussing my mental health journey, like I said. I'll be talking about uh, a bunch of things about when I was diagnosed, uh, when I feel like I've been battle since when I feel like I've been battling it, the things that led to it, uh, what is my current state, things like that. Um, the second area of discussion will be um, what causes depression, at least according to what I've seen in the reading that I have done or things that I've observed in the world out there. The third area would be um, things that I have done to combat my uh, depression uh, or, rather, or even things that I have seen other people do to combat their depression. Um, so let's get on with it. My mental health journey is something that has taught me a lot. It has led me down some, down some very dark roads, but it has also given me, um, it's also made me realize that um, I, that it, it's not talked about enough, that people in our society just don't talk about mental health, mostly, I guess, due to fear of ostracism. Like people would, you know, either uh, disown them or even tell them that they're issues don't matter. I feel like that's what is um, happening or at least has has been happening, you know, for the longest time. Uh, and the reason I talk about it is because I just want to create awareness. I want to be able to create change in this space. I want people to be able to speak about it confidently and to be able to say that, you know, having mental health issues doesn't make me any less of a person because it doesn't having mental health issues is something that is that can happen it's the brain is an organ just like anything else like my partner says that it can it's an organ that can get sick and we need to acknowledge this which is why i don't shy away from talking about my mental health journey I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety back in 2017, but I think I have been suffering from it as early as 2005, which is about 14 years. Um, I wasn't completely sure about whether I had depression for that period of time, but I definitely knew that I had anxiety because I've had the symptoms, I've, I've su suffered from symptoms of anxiety like very frequently throughout my uh, teenage years and even after school I've had I've ha gone through a lot of like anxiety and a lot of um, places and situations where I've panicked the period between 2005 and 2010 would be the time where the foundation of my anxiety and depression were cemented so to speak uh, this was a time when I was um, in high school or rather the time when um, I had to uh, give not one but two sets of life altering exams that would decide my future uh, in terms of uh, where I would go to university and what career path I would take. Um, first off, um, the amount of 
pressure that students in school have to you know achieve is insane and is what truly leads to you know the development of mental health issues especially at such an early age but that's something i will talk about later um but for me i was in an environment the school environment that i was in failure was just not an option and if you did fail you were just nothing you were basically nothing so for people who have read my um medium uh posts on my mental health i i did start out i started out in january with a series on my mental health that i kind of abandoned halfway because i um put very very strict deadlines on myself which made me resent writing that entire thing to begin with which is why like i said i'm not going to be putting a frequency of publishing for this podcast uh but in the time that i did write it i spoke about how the competitive environment just made me really really upset with myself and upset with the fact that i wasn't doing anything constructive with my life i knew where my talents were i loved writing i loved acting but those were two things i was just not allowed to do or rather i didn't have the opportunities to do them while i was in school what i was expected to do was study and get good grades according to my parents and i was just not able to do it and not having anything to look forward to um especially at this age where you're really really impressionable like it's the age between 13 and 18 and this is the time this is like the teenager teenagers are a time when you know you start to form opinions you and you get exposed to the world in the mo- in in the realest way possible like something that has not happened to you before in your life before this is like very formative time in your life and when you have things like this going on in your life i mean apart from everything else that is bothering you um uh, i feel like it just it just is not conducive to uh any sort of mental well being it really really isn't i wish i so so wish that i could change the kind of school that i went to and the kind of things that i did when i was that age but it it's just something that i could never i can never never change and it will always be a part of me the you know the fear of failure will always be you know somewhere deep within the abscess of my mind will always keep rearing its ugly head and it just really really upsets me that you know that fear of failure is instilled in so many people at such a young age because honestly life is just really really unpredictable and you need to be prepared for anything that comes your way and the fact that you know you're not prepared for failure at an early age like this is just is just not okay um apart from the fact that i wasn't doing anything constructive with my life um i was also someone who was bullied now i'm not going to go into detail about this again i wrote a very very damning a blog post about being bullied in high school by students and by teachers which i will 
share the link of in perhaps the episode i think in the episode description uh but that bullying definitely did not help in um making my mental health any better it just kind of sent me down this very very destructive spiral of you know suicidal thoughts and just you know self esteem issues hating my body hating my face it was just really really not a good time just for me my last 5 years of school are just a time that i look back on and i say you know what i don't think i could ever go through that again that was possibly the worst time period in my life uh so apart from the fact that i was uh apart from the fact that i was bullied um uh, i was i was also coming to terms with the fact that i'm queer that i was queer i am out and proud now and i'm non binary as well but at that time um being queer was something that i was still coming to terms with and i was still trying to figure out my place in the world as a queer person where did i like what what is it that i felt and did i even and you know was i even right to feel these things so i mean putting all of this together just my depression and anxiety just kind of you know shot through the roof and i never really you know um addressed it at that time it all just keep it all just kind of came back in waves over the years um another thing that i that has contributed to my depression and anxiety uh and my paranoia which is part of my which which is part of my anxiety um is the year um is the one year right after i graduated school when i was studying in a college that i didn't like um i had kind of been forced into um or rather pigeonholed into you know choosing something that i that i subconsciously didn't really want to study what i wanted to study was how to write and how to create you know media that people would you know want to listen to want to watch want to read so i was stuck in that you know that space for about a year and especially with people who were not at all supportive the people i went to that college with were just really 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 toxic people who i hope i don't ever see in my life again there were a few good eggs but for the most part i'd rather not like i feel like you know even if those good eggs did exist they want completely the best they did have some biases and prejudices by which they judged me so i feel like that time as well was something that really really got me down it just put me in a very 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 bad place and i just wasn't able to you know function properly in that particular time and um i feel like those experiences they kind of just uh kind of just like entered into my subconscious and you know kind of played themselves out later on you know as you know as my reactions to situate to similar situations where you know i could have 
been in control but these past experiences just kind of made me like made me so crippled with fear and and you know sadness and anger and just all of the all the emotions that i didn't want to feel and all the voices that i didn't want to hear so uh luckily i have had the chance to manage my mental health for the last two years thankfully because i know better about what is that upsets me and what is that you know makes me angry or sad or whatever it is i still struggle from time to time of course because i mean depression anxiety any kind of mental health issue is forever you there is no cure obviously and you know i i feel like you know i'm heading down a better path but of course you know there are times when i will um falter there are times when i will feel like you know uh, there's an there's a sense of impending doom which i do feel from time to time even when there's nothing to be afraid about mental health is just really really weird and messed up that way um but i feel like i am doing definitely doing much better than i did say about a decade ago another thing that has um really messed up my mental health over the years that i'm consciously avoiding right now is um social media which is and specifically uh facebook and uh twitter so for me facebook i see it as a place where uh people are just you know trying to portray the best versions of themselves there's nothing wrong with that except for the fact that you know people who aren't as you know lucky to have you know had successes you know in the course of their lives or are going through a period of you know not being able to achieve their goals and their dreams and seeing people on social media achieving their dreams can be really really demoralizing it just doesn't help when you know your peers are doing you know seem like they're doing better than you are and it just hurts so over the years i noticed that um facebook in this in this case was um was doing that and it still does that so i consciously stay away from facebook um unless i need to post something about the podcast the only reason i even return to facebook in the first place because a lot of the people i know are still on facebook and they would only be aware of my podcast if i were to post about it over there um my experience with twitter has been a little bit different uh i was very uh, big on twitter um a few years ago i think between 2011 and i'd say i, I want to say about 16 would be the time when i was when i was like you know really really involved i became friends with a lot of people i was in i was in a lot of groups i even hooked up with a few people from twitter uh but there was an experience that i will be talking about in a later episode about why i quit twitter for good and why i decided to never go back there again that i will be talking about in an upcoming episode i just don't want to talk about it now because uh that is a separate episode of its own and i'm also still not completely ready to talk about that particular experience because um that was one uh that was one thing that really 
took me back in my like in my mental health journey going forward as in it really 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 helped me help me back i you know hit rock bottom in a way that was unimaginable because of that experience and i'm still come i'm still trying to fully come to terms with them i mostly have come to terms with it but i also want to be confident enough to talk about it and you know be be able to face the barrage of you know criticism that would come my way in the event that i do speak about it so definitely social media has been uh, something that i have um that has you know derailed my mental health journey and i do try and consciously try to stay away from it um if i have to um if i have to sh- promote something is only when i use social media or you know things that i actually want to talk about and i do i consciously avoid uh posts of you know people who have you know had recent successes even if i am comfortable with the fact that i'm not you know i'm not achieving anything right now i just don't want to be reminded of the fact that you know people are out there living their best lives it's just you know it just kind of takes me away from what i should be doing and you know it would make me kind of uh obsess about the fact that why am i not doing anything i would just be i would just end up obsessing about the fact that i'm not doing anything rather than actually doing something to change it the most important thing in this uh in my mental health journey that is kind of derailed me without a doubt um which i will also be talking about in an upcoming episode in detail because i feel like it needs to be spoken about more is my relationship with corporate jobs i find that you know corporates are becoming you know less and less receptive to employees um who are going through you know life's struggles because i mean it's like it's understandable that life gets in the way of everything like one day you could be walking on the road the next day you could be just you know lying in bed wishing you wishing you could die and corporates just don't understand this especially in india and i don't know how it is in other countries but i know for a fact that there are countries where um corporates care about mental health and they care about the fact that their employees are going through certain things and they actually have personal lives and you know that like mental health is important because your professional life takes up more of your time than your personal life and if your professional life is fraught with so much stress and you know uh, bad things that are happening what else would be the outcome of it other than you know your mental health going down the drain so i will definitely be speaking on how um corporates just don't give a shit about employees um mental health that brings me to the end of talking about my mental health journey now i'll be moving on to what is it that causes you know mental health issues after this message Hi, my name is Chad and I am a men's rights activist. Feminism has only been about the upliftment of women. Why do women need to be uplifted when men go through so much? 
We are constantly tricked by women every day into being friends with no sexual component at all. I figured that by being friends with women, I could get a lot more sex. I'm a perfectly nice guy. I don't come on to women when they don't want me to. And I even pay for their drinks at bars. I deserve sex from women, don't I? And don't even get me started on how women constantly accuse me of sexual assault. I mean, girl, if you're wearing a low-cut top and the shortest shorts, you're so asking for it. Stop being such bitches about it. Women have been tricking us for centuries. But now, it's time to fight for our rights. Join me and other men like me in the Men's Lives Matter initiative. Our sexual needs must be met. Now that I've spoken about my own mental health journey, I would want to move on to what is the causes people to, you know, for people for people's mental health to derail or people's mental health to deteriorate. One of the first things that one of the main things really is the presence of toxic uh, individuals and you know being in toxic environments. Now I have spoken about how um, my school was a toxic environment for me, and I was surrounded by certain toxic people who made that environment really, really difficult to be in. Now toxic environments could be anything. It could be um, the place that you're staying in. It could be, um, you know, the fact that you live with your family and your family could be holding you back. Um, it could be certain friends in your life who could who would be holding you back. Um, it could be the place that you work in. Um, it could be anything. And it's important to recognize when environments or people can be toxic because it's it's these things that really kind of just, you know, make you doubt yourself they make you feel low they don't make you feel like your best self and that's just not okay obviously so the one thing to do about toxic environments it's is to acknowledge them and to acknowledge toxic people as well and, and recognize that they are holding you back Another thing, uh, like I mentioned is um, social media um, apart from me I have been speaking i have spoken to people about how i left um social media behind at least left facebook and twitter behind um because it wasn't uh impacting my mental health in a positive way it was impacting it in a negative way and i find that this is the case with a lot of people a lot of other people as well in fact there are a lot of studies that have come to the conclusion that social media is in fact harmful to mental health not just in adults but also in teenagers there are numerous studies that have been done if you just do a search on google you will find evidence of the fact that social media uh, is a contributing factor in mental health issues for a lot of people across the world another thing of course is um, any kind of abuse in people's lives a lot of people who get abused you know physically emotionally sexually early on in their lives like as when they're children or when they're teenagers or they lived in abusive environments again going back to toxic environments they kind of push all those feelings down you know for 
for a really long time and they surface in really really ugly ways in times when they least expect so it is important to recognize abusive situations and important to acknowledge that there are abusive situations that have happened in your life um that can cause you to develop mental health issues uh another thing that people don't um uh, realize is that a lot of lifestyle diseases can also contribute to um to depression which can in turn affect the um the seriousness of the lifestyle illness that they have things like diabetes and cholesterol and blood pressure and and heart disease all these things are exacerbated by stress which leads to which leads to a lot of um leads to a lot of you know illness it leads to you know you feeling exhausted and low and you know low on energy a lot of the time so i feel like a lot of people don't realize that when they get diagnosed with lifestyle disease they should ideally be going to a therapist as well or a mental health professional to understand their mental state and how it can um how it can exacerbate their illness if they don't you know keep it in check and they don't you know go to therapy regularly um another uh, cause for uh, mental health issues which again is something that is ignored largely by a lot of people is the fact that it's it's genetic in nature as well because mental health issues can be passed down from generation to generation it's not like it's not um it's not like it'll be passed down in the most in the most exact form like supposing if there's a person who has depression they they raise a kid who also has mental health issues it wouldn't necessarily be depression that ch- that kid could i don't know be diagnosed with bipolar disorder or borderline personality disorder which is why i feel like it's important to recognize the fact that mental health issues can be passed down from generation to generation and not in their most exact form so this is briefly about what is the cause uh, the things that can cause um mental health issues if you feel like i have forgotten uh something or i haven't mentioned uh something that can cause uh, mental health issues to uh to form or to be exacerbated uh please let me know now that i've briefly addressed the causes and i if people want me to uh, expand on the causes in a later episode i will do that uh i wouldn't be doing my job if i didn't talk about how you can address uh mental health issues or at least start your journey towards taking care of your mental health now the first thing that anybody recommends it it doesn't even need to be re- it's not it's something that even mental like mental health professionals have not recommended to me it's something that my own friends and my partner have recommended to me is journaling journaling is something that is very important for people with mental health issues and journaling for self care is is what i'm specifically talking about um just writing down what you're feeling and you know what is that's going on in your mind works wonders in in helping you understand how you can deal with it if not you know at that very moment at so at a later point in your life but putting those thoughts down 
on paper and keeping a special you know notebook for it is something that really really helps and there are a ton of um uh, workshops on uh, skillshare on how to journal for self care in fact I, if you go on youtube itself and i think if you if you uh, look up journaling for self care i'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who have who have made videos on how you can how you can go about doing it how whether you know you should do it every day or whether you should do it once a week or maybe a few times a week or even once a month anything whatever it is that um you can do to um you can do to journal uh these videos can help you with that or if you don't want to you know watch any videos and just do it yourself you can do that journaling is basically just for you it's it your journal is not something anybody else will read except you and it'll help you uh forge a path towards bettering your own mental health and nothing else and this is very very vital um another thing that uh i would recommend not and I, like i said i'm not a mental health professional but it's something i would recommend to anybody is that before you um come to any conclusions about your mental health have a basic session with any sort of mental health professional whether it's a psychologist or a psychiatrist um they will help you understand what like the your very your issues are at a very base level and they'll recommend whether you know you should uh, go f- go in for more sessions they will recommend whether you require medication they will even recommend whether they will even um uh, explore the the root of your uh, mental health issues they'll ha- help you try and understand what it is that you can do to overcome them therapy is always a good idea it's never a bad idea however finding a mental health professional who you can uh, relate to and who can relate to you and who is free of biases is a little hard to find especially in india i feel so um try going for a few sessions maybe with a few therapists and don't and go solely based on recommendations from people don't just find a random person off of the internet and go to that person rather um gauge people on who it is that they go to and you know take recommendations and go to people who are you know who have been uh, vetted by you know people who you trust and um understanding the attitudes of different mental health professionals is important towards you know important in ensuring that your mental health is stabilized and you become you become the best version of yourself you of course you already always are the best version of yourself but go finding the right mental health professional will help you realize that you are the best version of yourself that's my opinion anyway um another thing that i would recommend to people who feel like they may, th- may have mental health issues or who definitely have mental health issues is th- is the fact that you need to be able to check in with yourself from constantly you need to be you need to realize that this is that nobody else will take care of yourself except you you do you that's always the case so you need to check in with yourself and not get lost in the things that you're doing and put your mental health at risk just keep gauging where you are where you are mentally 
because by doing that there will be even the smallest amount of improvement in your mental health will be something that you will treasure and that and it will be something that you achieved on your own and which, which is a a really huge deal that's about it for this episode for now uh i would love to hear what you thought about it uh what it is that i could improve on what it is that i should be talking about in upcoming episodes things like that i will be hosting a q and a at some point uh you can follow me on instagram to uh find out when that is my handle is in the podcast description um i will be expanding on the topics that we've discussed if people request it and i'm pretty sure people will because this has been the been a very very basic episode on understanding mental health i don't i have not even scratched the surface i've probably just poked it so um if you guys like that please let me know if you want me to talk about some something else within the mental health sphere please let me know uh my podcast is currently available on anchor it's available on spotify it's available on overcast which is great because overcast is a apple only platform so if you are someone who uses an apple device and um you want to listen to my podcast you can listen to it on overcast because for some weird reason apple podcast podcast is not hosting me i don't know why so weird uh it's also available on this platform called breaker it's o- available on a platform called radio public and this is not the last one's not applicable to india but it is also available on google podcasts i don't know which countries have google podcasts but if you do listen to your podcasts on google podcasts my podcast is available there i said podcast way too many times haven't i <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> this has been the mostly pantless epiphanies. Of course, I will be coming out with more episodes in the next few weeks. There is I have an upcoming project that I'm very very excited about and I will be talking about it possibly in the next episode because it's coming out on the 2nd of August and I'm very very excited about it. I've been working towards it for a fair amount of time i think at least a month now and i i just can't wait so until next time stay woke stay pantless bye